Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Self Love Initiative. I am so excited. I've been teasing a guest for a while and this week I have an incredible guest. So I reached out to the wonderful Lauren Smith, um, who is co-host of the Go Love Yourself podcast. Um, and back in, I think it was October, um, she agreed to be on and lots of stuff happened and it never happened so this week we finally got a date in the diary and we sat down I would like to say it together but virtually um and after some technical issues we got on track and I think it's in a really a really amazing episode so Lauren um runs the epi- uh, the podcast with her friend Laura Adlington who you may or may not have seen on the 2020 um uh, Bake Off series <clears throat> and they run this fabulous podcast that I am obsessed with and it covers so many different subjects but it's all around loving yourself, body confidence, self-love, everything that I'm about and Lauren's just personality is sparkling and infectious and just so amazing and I just knew I wanted to speak to her um and she was everything I thought she would be and more. She was just so friendly, really, really insightful, um, very real. And I think that matters too. And hilariously funny. Um, there is some swearing. So if that offends you, please turn off. Um, but I'm sure it doesn't if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Um, but yeah, we um, had great chats about fashion and body confidence and being a sexy bitch, which it's just so fun and I hope that it gives some of you um a little bit more insight into how to love yourself that little bit more so a big thank you to Lauren if you want to um follow her I'll put the links in the um show notes um but it's um it's Lauren Smithy on Instagram or go love yourself pod on Instagram as well um but thanks so much for listening and enjoy the interview So, um, Lauren, hello and welcome Hi. to the Self Love Initiative. Thank you so much for coming on. Like, I know we had a little preamble, but I am a huge fan of yours and Laura's and the podcast. So this feels like a little bit surreal. Um, but <laughs> I feel like I know you really well as well, which is bizarre considering I've never spoke to you before. But um, but yeah, it's so yeah, I think we've got a lot in common. Musical theatre, we're both in choirs. Um, so, oh my god. Yeah. Yes, that so we've got a lot in common. So hopefully this will be amazing. This great, you're already my favourite person and I'm so excited. And uh, yeah, thank you for all your love and support on the podcast, on our podcast as well. I'm so grateful. Yeah, you're very welcome. I will continue to shout it out. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to get you on, Lauren, because my podcast is all about self-love, body confidence, just being your genuine self and not caring what others think and you guys epitomize that every week and I think you especially have been on from what I've heard like a really interesting journey because this wasn't your whole life whereas I think sometimes a lot of people have this from being young so I'd love it if you can in your words just to tell us a little bit about your self-love journey and kind of what brought you to where you are now. 
Yeah, for sure. It's been a it's been a whole time. And you know what I find so interesting is when especially when me and Laura talk and we we have guests on who have grown up in bigger bodies is the differences in our whole personalities. It is wild and uh, it's really interesting. And um, yeah, so so for me, obviously, in that case, I, I grew up pretty like sorry, I grew up in a smaller body. At the time, I thought I was mm-hmm. big. Um, yeah. I was sort of size 12. I was the biggest of my friends. I thought I was huge. But looking back now, I was very much in a like beauty standard body, um, you know, up until probably my sort of mid to late 20s. And then, you know, you start gaining weight as you do, literally mm-hmm. gaining weight means nothing for no reason and a million reasons you can gain weight and it just doesn't matter. Um, and then uh, I had about two year period where a lot of really intense and uh, some quite traumatic things happened. Um, and as a result of that, I kind of just ate and ate and ate. And then looking back, I realized obviously that was to kind of, it was a comfort thing. It was a safety thing. It was a control thing. Um, and then, you know, in the space of about four years, I kind of went from a size 14 to a size 18, 20, and I looked completely different. And the way I felt about myself was completely different the world I lived in the world I live in now as a size 20 versus what I lived in a size 12 is completely different um and yeah I was obviously going through the mental health issues surrounding those things that happened um you know that was happening anyway but on the back of that was like just self-confidence on the floor like I'm quite a confident person I haven't really changed that much but like in the background confidence on the floor I you know I was single I wasn't really dating I you know I stopped myself from going on holidays and doing all these amazing things because I was like no I'll do it when I'm skinny I'll do it when I'm skinny um and just kind of started to live a really small life and then after like when the pandemic hit it got I just felt my life get even smaller and smaller and I was getting older and I was like I've missed out on so much stuff Mm -hmm. what are you doing um and it really was the kind of friendships that I have with my friends who are in bigger bodies that kind of bring you out of that. And one of them was with Laura. I've known Laura uh, oh, for years now. We worked together. Um, and it was kind of when she was like, I want to start this podcast about self-love, confidence, being in bigger bodies, all of that. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, okay. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Um, and I have been on, if anyone listens to our podcast and, and, and it's helped you in any way, I've been on the matching journey of that. I started, we started this podcast in January, 2022, confident was on the floor, hadn't dated for years, felt disgusting, thought I looked disgusting, all this kind of stuff. And a year later, <clears throat> I don't feel like that. Um, so it's been a, a wild ride to get to this point. Um, yeah. And I hope that with our podcast, at least that we can that most people can relate to either myself or Laura. Laura's grew up in a bigger body and I didn't and hope, and I've gone through that gaining weight thing. So hopefully people can relate to at least one of us. <laughs> yeah. I think I, and I feel like I relate to both of you, which I think is lovely because I, I think I grew up in a bigger body. I would describe myself as growing up in a bigger body, but fairly similar to you as a teenager, I was probably like maybe only 14. So mm. I was never like a really bigger body. However, I identify with what Laura talks about the challenges like of living with a family who see you in a bigger body and all of that sort of stuff but your 
but I just think your journey and how you've developed and listening to that I, I relate very much to that because that's sort of how Good. my journey went as well which is amazing and I think it's really nice to have that friendship as well I love listening to yours and the should I delete that podcast because I love having like yeah. voices <laughs> on it and I'm like oh and um <clears throat> it's nice to have that because when I'm doing my podcast generally it's just me mm. and it is interested not to have anyone to bounce things off I just talk but I quite like the sound of my own voice <laughs> you got a great but, voice though so it works <laughs> oh, thank you I love yours too um but yeah I think I think it's a really it's a really difficult thing isn't it for a woman to to just go do you know what actually I'm actually gonna like who I am and I'm not gonna hate who I am it's impossible I mean the famous kind of like Lizzo quote from last year it is so hard to love yourself in a world that doesn't want you to look doesn't want you to love yourself or doesn't love you back and that's essentially where we're at as women as women in bigger bodies like every single bit of our lives is is kind of set up for you not to look the way that we do and it's really hard and so yeah you kind of get to a point and I think I hope most people will get to this point at some point in their life of just like just don't fucking care can I swear am I allowed to swear you can swear yes just don't fucking care (laughs) (laughs) we were just kindred spirits because I love a swear (laughs) you just and it only works with the swear do you know what I mean like (laughs) you just gotta give zero fucks about it because life is is, it's just not that deep and life is too short for this like yeah for sure it is it is and I think you you just have so so much pressure and I think it is that like for me obviously I was just telling you before and obviously people that listen to the podcast will know that I used to be a Slumwell consultant and then I came away and I feel like someone has told me a secret that I now can't unsee and I'm like yes. how everyone oh not know this? that is exactly what it is it's literally like a, a light bulb goes off and it's like what pardon what I don't have to hear myself yeah like and and it's back from that no and but I think the best part of it is watching people lose their minds over the fact that I'm happy in my body like and it's that's the funnest thing is when people are like (laughs) you just can't be happy and I'm like but I am (laughs) like I know isn't it funny there's the thing we, we did um, I think we did it we said it on a podcast recently of like you know I live in power in the fact that I'm some people's worst nightmare of like I'm in a really yes. bigger body uh, no sorry I'm in a bigger body and I'm quite confident and I'm pretty content and I'm happy and I've got friends and family and all this kind of stuff and people just some people really hate it and and what's interesting I saw um you know the Sam Smith video controversy today and it is there are some people who just cannot hack the fact that this person is out there living their best life but they're in a bigger body and then and and people just can't handle it and it isn't it wild yeah I think it was Jamila Jamil shared saying uh, or it might be in the feminist or something was saying like everybody was happy to praise him in his body a couple of weeks ago when he was just stood there in like a t-shirt or whatever but now he's happy and oh when he was talking about his mental health struggles they're all like oh that's so bad but now he's like actually I'm fabulous I watched that video after seeing news reports thinking oh my god like what's on it like I also watched it because Alex Light had put on that it was at her wedding venue so I was like oh I want to have a little nosy of this it's beautiful (laughs) and I was like I'm going to watch and then I watched it and I was thinking I've seen worse this I'm a huge take that fan and mm. the do what you like video from Ooh. the 
did you have you seen that? Like I that can't is, remember, but I think I'm gonna rewatch it. <laughs> well, they were dressed in like leather bondage gear, pretty much, being caked oh, with jelly goodness. and ice cream and rubbed like with naked bodies all over, and Jesus. that was okay, and nobody Fabulous. blinked an eyelid. It's a good watch. But <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> gonna rewatch it, but also, and then we know why that's okay because they're yeah. you know young slim guys yeah exactly times. <laughs> I know and it but it is so true and it, it kind of leads a little bit onto something that I really want to talk about that I think your podcast has really helped me with which I love you talk a lot about fashion and I remember you did an episode about how you can be sustainable because there's the whole losing your mind and stuff it, yeah. over like fast fashion but I, I want to talk to you a little bit about how you find your style because that's like something that I think I'm still on that journey of of like what do I feel good in but you just you just look great like I love your videos they're all so vibrant and like so and you just again you just don't give a fuck you're like I'm just wearing what I want to wear and you look great in it have you always been like that with clothing or is this like a change in you since you became more confident so I was like this when I was slimmer Okay. And then there was this period, and then I, you know, I hadn't, I didn't really realize it. These things all happen gradually that, you know, you, you lose your style because I started by, as I started gaining weight, I start my, well, my fashion became what fits. Mm-hmm. And my fashion, you know, became, you know, what size I can find in a store and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, me now, I haven't worn a pair of trousers for two years, right? And I used to live in like these horrendous like jean jegging things. They weren't nice. That's nothing about jean jeggings. It's about these specific jeggings. They were disgusting. <laughs> and like tops. And like that's not what I wear now. And so I th- I don't know what it was. At some point, again, you just kind of, it's that light bulb that goes off. Someone's told me this secret. Hey, did you know that if you don't want to, you don't have to wear black that, you know, because it's, meant to be slimming or flattering you don't have to wear black leggings and a long cardigan in the summer because you need to cover up your skin because you feel like you should did you know that you could wear a gigantic pink dress that is not quite flattering but you're gonna feel fabulous in and it's just like oh (laughs) I can and then it's just since that it's it's revolutionized my when I tell you in 2020 2019 a little bit 21 I lived in black leggings and jumpers and then it just that flipped the switch and I was like no I don't want to do that anymore and I don't and I haven't since you know I I wear wear leggings when I'm at home working um but I don't but I think for anyone that's and that's amazing it's been so good and now my wardrobe is full of color and I want color and I've even now started going back into more black clothes I can wear a black top now and it's not because I'm wearing black because I feel like I should and it's slimming and it's flattering it's because just fancied wearing this black glittery top for you, Claire, to be honest. Oh, um, <laughs> I do like <laughs> But I, you know, for anyone that's going through that and I've been there and I've got friends that are still on this, you know, I don't want to buy new clothes because I don't want to buy clothes this yeah. size. Yeah. Um, and I understand that. But then what you're doing is that you're viewing your body as temporary and therefore mm. you're not really going for it. So if you're still on your journey, just... In an, in an ideal world, you know, if you could walk into a shop today or go online and you could buy anything in any size, obviously that's the issue. We can't buy shit in our sizes, but that's another yeah. story. What do you want to wear? Claire, what is what do you want to wear on your body in, a, you know, sizing no option? Mine, I think, would be like you wear those shorter dresses that's the bit I haven't I haven't got to yet so I wear a lot more skirts and I wear a lot I've got like a long dress on today Mm. but I don't haven't worn and and actually 
this I could be like this and this color that's the biggest thing I wear a bit of color and I'm more into animal print but the more I see like your account and um there's other accounts that like that I follow um I, color is my thing because I love yeah. snag tights and I need yeah. to have excuses to wear me bright snag tights and not just under yes, dresses. all right so here's your challenge it's literally go and start there's nothing to stop yeah. you so the the options are limited when in bigger sizes for sure but things do exist so yeah. I obviously like basically exclusively shop on vintage now I get Me most too. 90% of my clothes come from like oh thank god like, honestly we're the same person. I love vintage. Um, I love it and you can get actual bargains so why not just have a look yeah and you know maybe like filter by color if you want to and just have a look and see what's available and try and get yourself a bargain and just try it if you if you get it and you don't like it obviously you can resell it on so it can go to a new home but just try because what's stopping you from at this moment in time going out and wearing a bright green shorter dress yeah nothing but I just don't I, and it's no. crazy isn't it because I know yeah. it must be a stopper because when I see it I think oh that looks amazing but then I never follow through to go mm. actually well I want it and you're right I do love vintage and I go on and I look but I, I never am specific and I think I need to be the most sort of sh- like colourful thing I've worn recently and it got so much attention was I don't know if you followed Jess on the plus size but she's mm. got a, um, a range within the style and she had this silky green skirt that I bought in November and I swear to god it was just the best thing I've ever bought I've not had it off like, oh you would love it and we were singing at Durham Cathedral with Joe McKeldry with our choir which was in and we sang all holy night as well no, I, know I would have died I would have cried so I need if you got a video can you send it to me yes I will send you a video <laughs> it was amazing so I'm like a huge x-factor fan anyway and mm. Joe's from our hometown oh, and one of my friends Jen is this musical director so he's had us to sing with him twice which has just been an amazing experience I've had to not be too fangirly so like we're obviously best mates now <laughs> like me and you are yeah, BFS, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wore that skirt for that and my and Jen who leads my choir was like okay we need to tell people to wear green because you need a bit wear that skirt and I was like no we've told everyone silver and he was like she was like no we're wearing green so the whole choir now wears green because of that skirt stop it so, that yeah. is my favorite fashion story ever yeah I know it's amazing <laughs> isn't it I'm influencing from the inside um, but yeah but I've but even though that was colorful it wasn't bright and I think mm. that I tell you an example from your posters your pink dress you wore for your birthday yeah. I love that dress so yeah I will take your challenge Lauren and I will go Just and try it because oh. the world we all know the world won't end if you've been out of diet culture for a few years as you said yeah. you know the world's not going to end when you ditch the safety cardigans right yeah the world will not end if you wear a slightly brighter color green and you will just watch your confidence start to slowly transform even yeah. more I think and like you know me and Nora always like whenever we talk about fashion we kind of apologize for it we're like oh yeah we know it's really fickle and then we've done a, an episode that's going to come out soon actually a bit more about fashion and we both say actually we're not going to say that anymore because no. fashion has a can have a direct you know relationship to your self-confidence and that's the yes. whole point of fashion so go and express yourself in whatever way you want to wearing whatever you want to because there's no rules it, things no. don't have to be flattering Please don't yeah. have to be slimming. Just wear what makes you happy. When you walk out the door, you feel like a million bucks. Well, that's my plan. And I know um, I sent you a picture of me and my um 
fairy costume from pantomime oh she's in panto and it's so cute <laughs> thankfully i'm not in panto anymore because my body couldn't have taken anymore i'm far too old for that but i will be doing ah! it again when i need a big break but that dress so the guy that made it he, i have to give him a shout out david gibson he's incredible and he made those dresses and he fit mm. us to it i mean him were talking last week and i was saying and he, he said he would love to make plus size clothing because what i didn't know was but the costume designers up here charge extra for plus size costumes if they're That's hired yeah. and they actually said to one of the girls it was because bigger people don't look as good in the costumes they need to work wait hard. no hold on i thought you were going to say they charge more if they're making them which i can sort of almost wrap my head around because if you're using more fabric kind of fine but no that however is un acceptable yes exactly and i was like so david gibson was like i hate this he was like i hate that that's the case and he was like i make everything from scratch and he was like i'd love to make plus size clothing so we're gonna try and do like a little plus size clothing range because i was like there are so many people out there that would buy clothes that were fit to their body and that dress made me feel like an absolute princess I felt better than my wedding dress in that I was like can I just wear this like around town because you looked fabulous so that kind of style dress Mm -hmm. do you know how much I would love to wear like a shorter version of that dress out do you know what I mean so there are people there are women out there begging for basically a costume designer to make a plus size range exactly that's exactly what I'm buzzing he's making me uh, um baby spice costume for my 40th birthday party in august yeah because you can't get a fat baby spice costume do you so, know what no you cannot i know i tried to get oh. i tried to get a ginger spice one for our 90s concert choir concert last year and i was like i'm not gonna look like i don't it's want this drag it's queen stuff, isn't it that's all it, it is. is like it's yeah so i'll put i'll hit you up with david and he'll sort you out with the dress that you oh. can maybe my dress and he'll just shorten it for you that'll be what he'll do so. literally i cannot even tell you well i've got our, uh, we, our our next choir term is noughties and so we have like we fancy dress and so me and my choir girl we're going as uh princess diaries before and after so oh she's my god. before and i'm after so i get to <laughs> oh my god that how is i think that one i don't know it's <laughs> amazing that's so much fun i love that you will look amazing i can't wait to see that i absolutely can't wait <laughs> but i love even just you talking about it now like how much fun it brings you as well and like how much enjoyment you get from it and you were so right what you said there about it is easy to go you know oh maybe we shouldn't talk about this as bigger things in the world and I get that but for me that's probably one of the areas that I need the most help and support because I'm not I've never been fashionable what I would say or I've never been confident enough to be mm. so I think having accounts and podcasts and and books and all these things like it's so important to to have that voice and like it would be great to be able to just have sustainable fashion but unfortunately they don't want fat people to have sustainable fashion so no, we do our best barrier. yeah it is another barrier and it really winds me up um you know it's not impossible to, f- to shop sustainably when you're bigger it's just more difficult and yeah. it's already more difficult to shop when yeah. you're bigger so the whole thing's just terrible but I cannot like you I'm so glad you shop vintage as well it's secondhand charity charity shops are a pickle because i've literally have never found anything above a size 18 in a charity shop so um but yeah just if you can shop sustainable i don't think give yourself too much of a hard time if you can't Uh, as long as you wear things and re-wear them and love them that's the most important thing yeah you're totally right um so i want to ask about something else which has been amazing content from you lauren that is sexy bitch (laughs) 
sexy bitch era tell me more tell me about that transformation in you my goodness I cannot under I cannot overestimate I cannot overtell I can't like how much of a change I went through last year. My 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 best friends and my mom, my sister are like with you know, at the end of the year I was like a different person. Um and as I said, my confidence was on the floor. I hadn't dated, mm. you know, at the by summer last year, I literally hadn't dated since pre-pandemic. Um and a lot of that was because I worked for the NHS in my day job. So like where's the time? But most of that really was like you know, no one's gonna fancy me this size. Mm. Um you know I if I go on dates I don't want to be like I'm fit for this you know how am I gonna have sex in a bigger body all of this nonsense I you know when we started doing the podcast one of the first episodes we did was about being single and we talked about uh you know women in bigger bodies sometimes being over sexualized and fetishized still can't say that yeah. um and I'd got in my head that it was such a big deal and all this kind of stuff and then we had a guest on our podcast called Scotty Unfamous and if you listen to any episode podcast, <laughs> that's my favorite one and she was just like she changed my life and she gave us all these tips for for kind of learning to accept your body as is as something you know sexual and learn to yeah. embrace your sexuality as you are now um, and it absolutely lit a fire in me and honestly the month after that podcast I was a completely different person I was dating I was buying underwear I was walking around my house I was doing photo shoots in my house in my new undies oh excellent um and it just gave me like that final push into being like you're fat and it's fine yeah like if it was I'm not such a wonderful thing to see because obviously I you know I don't know yet and I and I've, that has now changed and like I say we're best friends for life now friends, but yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> sorry Laura but we are but um <laughs> but I I didn't know you but you you see people and you get like an idea for who they are and when you speak on stories especially and that when you put that first video out and you were like oh my god I'm terrified and I was like what's coming like what's she gonna do (laughs) and watching you after that you can really see how much you just have gone okay I'm here now this is where I'm meant to be this is this is all around me and it honestly I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your ass Lauren but it really lit a spark in me and was like oh my god yes like this is because I you know I'm, I've been married like 12 years now or something like 13 years this year we've got two kids I've got a teenager and a 10 year old and like it's a very different life and I think when I've watched your stories about dating and stuff I can't relate because I've never dated I've been with my husband for 20 years but um but then I was like no I still can be a sexy bitch and I went to choir and I told all my choir friends about sexy bitch era and I said we're all going into the sexy bitch era and I told them all about you and all about your account and I've been just loving that content because I think it just it really it really helped me to just go that's the bit those are the bits where you think mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm great I'm I'm fully all the way there with self-love and I'm not mm-hmm. and those are the bits that I'm like yeah that's the bit and I'm missing important. and it's an important part if you're someone that you know likes to feel sexy and enjoy sex and stuff that's it's such an important part and the thought of there being other women out there who 
feel like no one would find them attractive like they don't they think themselves not you know to be unattractive or unsexy it's heartbreaking and I totally understand it because I felt like that less than six months ago less than probably about five four months ago um and so I did get lots of messages from people saying that they've been inspired and what you just said genuinely I cried when you were talking because I was like that's really emotional like to have that you know we have a lot of impact with our podcast and stuff that we do on Instagram and that is the most wonderful thing in the world but I think for me knowing that I could maybe have a positive impact on someone you know accepting themselves as sexy and learning to love themselves that little bit more as they are now it's just the best thing in the entire world so I love that we've got the north all in the sexy bitch era I'm hoping hoping everyone's got their like they're doing mini photo shoes in their bedroom in their sexy pants and we've all bought sex toys everywhere I'm just living for it completely (laughs) we're down for it all we're down for it all (laughs) but you know what I also think like it just opened conversations as well so this was a big thing was um I hadn't had those conversations with other women really before and my quiet girls we I've been friends with a lot of them for a good few years but the last sort of six seven months we've been really we've got a lot closer well probably the last year or so and we, it was when we were in Durham recording with John um singing with Joe and we had like a two-hour window so we went off for for food and we were in this like crazy sports bar it was even with men just shouting and screaming and I just was like <laughs> gross right guys let me just ask you pornography who watches it and they were all just like what <laughs> And I was like, I just need to ask the question because I'm a little bit lost with it all. And I, I don't know if I'm like just odd. And and it was so funny. And and like now we just really open with each other about stuff. And it's lovely. Oh, it's so nice. liberating. Oh. I feel like every yeah. single girl, if you've got a group of girls, should be talking about this kind of stuff. And me and my yeah. friends now, we where we used to, we talk about sex all the fucking time, honestly. We're just like horny bastards, a lot of us. Um, But whereas we used to talk about sex more, we now talk about like self-pleasure more. And yeah. like, oh my God, can you recommend me that toy? That toy, that was fucking awesome. I need four of them. Like, and we talk about that and it's liberating to talk like that with your friends because then we normalize it because I'm sure for you as well, the talk of female pleasure, masturbation, all of it was not really, a th- still, still isn't really the main focus nope. ever. Uh, we don't, that's also part of the sexy bitch era. We really don't care what the dudes are up to. It's nah, like, oh, I don't. Like, yeah. you, you, you will arrive when you arrive because that's easy. We're going to focus on us. Thanks very much. Yeah. Um, and it's so important. And then if you, you know, if you've got children, you've got girls, especially, and boys teach them about all this kind of stuff yeah. in, a, in a safe way and stuff. So important. Yeah. Now I haven't got round to the photo shoot because I'm absolutely terrified that I'll find someone will find it on my phone and I'm I'm like horrified. But I have booked uh, um like a sort of a boudoir shot for my 40th birthday. Stop it. I have that is amazing. You know what? The reason I've done it is because years and years ago my friend did it for our, our then husband and and like I just like I was aware that I was thinking oh my god like I would do that and give it to my husband and be like there's your present but I'm not doing it for him I've told him like I might let him see the pictures but I'm not doing it for him it's for me so I have a trusted friend and she's we're gonna do it in August and I'm just gonna do it to feel 
amazing to do it. I could, I want to hug you. I want to jump through my screen and hug you. That is the best thing I've ever heard because you obviously hear like if single girls do it, they're doing it for themselves and women do. But someone in a marriage doing it for yourself, that is that is the most badass bit. That is the most sexy bitch era move <laughs> I have heard so far. Yes, I'm in the sexy oh, bitch era. Officially. Yeah, officially, welcome. You are in it even more than me because I feel like I'd like shit my pants personally. But like I... Woman, you've posted that. photos of yourself on Instagram i'm not doing like, that <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you see what you want to see do you know what i mean so yeah, like it's a bit like that but that is so badass i absolutely love that oh i will let you know how it goes when it when it happens but yeah i yeah. will be doing that but and i kind of want to just touching on what we said there it ties into something that i want to ask you about which is about like your life on social media and i guess obviously you know laura kind of got thrust into it with big off and she's talked a lot about the trolling and things and I guess for you your following I guess came from the podcast and Laura and things mm-hmm. like that what's that been like for you to go from being Lauren's to now being like oh my god it's Lauren from the <laughs> internet <laughs> and people reacting a bit less crazy than me maybe but <laughs> um it is so weird there are no words that I can used to explain it um and obviously of everyone in my life Laura's kind of the only person that gets it so I've got that person there to kind of and yeah. obviously mine is on a such a minute scale compared to what hers is um but it's weird I am so lucky because 99.999% of the interactions I've had with people online have been really positive cool. and lovely and amazing and everyone is wonderful and it's so weird that people get to know you so like you mm-hmm. said and you know when I follow people you, you feel like you know them and and my favorite thing is when people tag me in things and they're like oh, I thought you'd like this and like I'm just sitting there like in tears of the niceness of people and it's it's amazing when people share their stories and stuff like that and I've only had it a few times when people have you know seen me and gone oh my god I listen to your podcast <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> No, I mean we love like honestly, obviously like riding the wave of Laura's fame, but it's been really interesting of someone that's such an extrovert. And you know, when I was a kid, it's like, oh, I want to be an actress and I want to do this and I want to be rich and famous. Uh, and you get a tiny little glimpse of it, and you're like, nah, thanks. No, absolutely not. You know to fame. Uh- I totally agree. I totally agree. I was like that for a long time. Like when, so when I first, so I, my main job now is I'm a counsellor. So I've yeah, gone yeah. from being like this, and I, I love it. I love my job, but I'm very aware that I've got a level of professionalism I've got to hold online, which it's not like me so I'm like oh let's let's bring this in but I used to be like that and I think what's put me off is so I, I don't know if you follow what Laura loves but um that's a friend of mine um and she seeing what she goes through behind the scenes is just like nope no nah, I don't want that like I got 1600 followers and I was like woo look at all these people and then I was like will I get some more now I'm like no no it's okay thanks like I, I like people being nice to us so I'm like yeah, do you know what I mean had um had some horrible stuff happen last year because there was a uh, I did a TikTok video about um oh, trying on this Primark haul stuff and nothing fit and it was a funny video I can yeah. say that it was hilarious put it on TikTok that went viral somehow Sun picked it up okay 
get better you know there's actually like wars happening but sure uh, and then it went to Facebook and then the Facebook comments were gross and then they found me on Instagram and it was awful and that changed me as a person I swear yeah. for like about a month it was awful and genuinely like genuinely as wonderful as this podcast is and the community that we've built online and the people that follow me there is no amount of money there is nothing that is worth people saying that stuff about you and no. I'm not a strong enough person to not take that personally yeah like, if I was making millions and millions maybe I might be okay with it but I don't make money from Instagram or anything like that and and I just think there's nothing that would warrant me being okay with yeah the awfulness of people it's I think it's so weird I, I do I find it so bizarre that people strange. have it out for you like they just and oh. if they don't like you then that's like it you know and and they're gonna go after you and I just think I think it just makes people able to say what they want and I feel Mm. like I'm in a safe sort of I can be self-confident and I can be body confident and practice self-love because nobody really is like sort of challenging that to a great extreme you know we get the odd comment and and like say losing friends from Slimming World was really hard because it was people that I thought were my people but the minute I spoke out about it it was like oh we're not gonna have anything to do with her and I was like okay and like now I'm like yeah okay whatever that's fine they're not my people like I've got my people so um but I wouldn't want to invite that in. And I'm not, you know, I'm I'm fully supportive of everyone that is online that I follow because I think they're amazing for what they do. But yeah, I wouldn't welcome like like you say, unless I was Lizzo or Beyonce level where I don't have the time of day to look at me. Absolutely. And you do it and yeah, and yeah. But no, you're right. And it's it's not worth it. And I think last year I kind of changed my tactics. It was kind of getting to the point of like, oh, I could be, you know, full time like influence mm-hmm. influence and I obviously hate that word but um or I just use it to do nice things and I feel like you know if I you know lifted my head above the parapet and I did loads of fashion reels and I did maybe controversial topics you know you could get more followers and then you get the ads and that kind of stuff but for me I don't want that because yeah. every time I've done that and done maybe a controversial post I did a couple of posts in uh 20 2021 22 about um Sarah Everard and violence against women and girls and the disgusting comments I had mm-hmm. from American men and it's just not worth it's just not worth it no. at this point your in time I'm not emotionally important. secure enough <laughs> yeah I, I think um your soul's too important for that as well and I think when we talk about finding your people I think one of the greatest things that I've got from your podcast as well is the Facebook group which oh, is nice lovely it's so so lovely and I don't contribute an awful lot but I do read a lot and it's lovely to see and and like I think you've created somewhere that people can just go and be and yeah. I think oh, that's what we need you. and and it's, that's what we need though isn't it it is it's a safe space um and it's I feel like if you you know you see comments on there of you know I'm having a shit day and that's all they really say and then you've got like 50 comments on there if yeah. you're and you know if you're someone in a bigger body or marginalized body or if you're feeling down your people are in this group and I think we've yeah. got like either near or, or over 5,000 people now around the world like it's wild and it's just again probably one of the things I'm most proud of 
of being involved in I did nothing I didn't even I didn't set up the group I did no things I me and Laura have no part in that group really but it's the it's the thing I'm most proud of because I you know when when we see honestly when we see the pictures of people who've met up I there I, I cannot I cry every time you've created like it's and I think this is for me when I watch Instagram like when you when I scroll through Instagram and like one of the things that I teach on my self-love workshops that I do and that I've talked about on this podcast on my podcast is finding your tribe and and curating your feed and it's very much like I, I do not follow diet accounts I do not follow people that have before and after pictures it just isn't for me but I very much follow like accounts like yours, like Laura's, um, like my friend Laura's, Alex Light, um, you know, all the, the ones that you know yeah. as well. And I follow so many accounts. And when you go onto Facebook groups like that, it also then starts to bring the, for want of a better word, real people into that who don't have big accounts and big voices. But and for me, I feel like we're just planting little seeds and I'm hoping that it'll just start to grow and, and spread. And and like you were saying about that lovely feeling when you know you've made a difference. And that's, for me, that's everything. When someone says, thank you for sharing what you do. Because I tried to move away from like slagging things off and going, diet culture's crap. I still talk about it a little bit, but I'm very much like, actually, I'm just going to show you how much I'm enjoying my life and you can come and join in if you want to. Yeah. which is the best way isn't and it and that will have such a huge impact on people and my whole thing is like if you see people someone doing it then that might encourage them to do it who might encourage someone else to do it and it's like a, it's like this chain of events and it's amazing so what you do will just be so impactful and the thing is with with all of this is you won't even know the level of impact you have yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's quite powerful as well so yeah. just go we're you change the world lauren we're going to change the world but honestly one fat babe at a time we are changing <laughs> i love it <laughs> So I wanted to ask you um, two little, well, I want to ask you one quick question and then I was going to get you to finish on, on a bit of advice, but mm-hmm. I was going to ask how you're feeling about your live meetup that you used to do in, in London. Right. This is so funny. Laura and I are obviously very different people. Laura's a bit more of an introvert um, and is quite anxious about stuff. I'm an extrovert. I do get anxious, but I'm like, I thrive with people and like being on stage not a problem for me I'm shitting myself and Laura's fine. yeah I'm just because I don't honestly it's the kind of imposter bit of you being like what if I know I know it's not correct because obviously everyone's going there to see us and 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 they hopefully like us and that's the whole point but like what if we're shit what if we don't mess up what if it's not fun and I know that it's not because we've got a meeting really soon to organ like what we're going to do we've already spoken about it and it's going to be so much fun um, it just really makes me laugh that Laura's like, Lauren, shut the fuck up. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely devastated. It's my, well, I'm not devastated, but it's my little sister's 18th birthday. So oh, I'm at home having me. a meal. So I was, when you released the date, I was like, so you need to have another, come up north, like come and stay at night. We've had so come many people stay up north. We do, I, yeah, I, I don't know. There's been no chats, but 100%, I think we should do one in the north yeah we'll, I'll be there I mean I'll come to my best friend lives in London anyway so I'm there fairly often so I'll come down again next time but um okay. but yeah I think it'll be great and I totally get that imposter feeling I really do but I think you I think you're right what you see people are just there to see yous and to be no, like it's nice isn't it like yeah yeah I hope it will be nice like we, for example we have them um, in our choir because we don't do solos they do open mic nights like sort of a couple of times a term um and we all everyone says if you're ever going to do a solo 
do it at that choir open mic night because yeah. everyone is there rooting for whether you're bad or not it doesn't matter everyone yeah. in that room is rooting for you and you will get like cheers so that's how I, I'm feeling it but I'm absolutely pooing my pants but I just can't wait to meet people and I'm so grateful that Laura is the famous one and I can just cower behind her and be like it's okay <laughs> I don't know I think you've got a pretty good name for yourself within that community so I think you'll I think you'll be on par I just imagine you just laughing the whole way yeah. through it like I just I could just pick on stage and just hearing you laugh the whole time like yeah. what is this like like this is crazy. Yeah, am I being like no one expects me to expect me or us to come up with anything profound because it's all just gonna be like oh my god hello like, everyone. thank you so much thank you <laughs> it's gonna be that but hopefully there'll be more events or anything and you can come down and I can meet you in person I would love that I would absolutely love, love that yeah I really I would really love to meet up and um say hi I've I'm very conscious that I'm a uh, on Instagram I'm very active Instagrammer so I, like I'll reply to people's stories all the time and I, I go in I think oh my god like I've messaged I've like replied to like three of their stories and I'm like but oh, I just feel like I'm chatting with a mate like as if you just... doing it yeah I love it <laughs> but yeah I, I will I can't stop I've tried but um so I'd love to know um just to finish off like if if there was somebody who was listening to this who was like totally not confident and just feeling really bad about themselves and you had to give them one bit of advice to start their self-love journey what would it be I know that's a hard oh, that's question so difficult I think I'll give the advice but just to sort of preface like preface it with the fact that it's absolutely fine this is not you know an a to b destination like yeah. you're gonna have like for example at the minute you know even talking about sexy bitch here I'm I'm, I'm having a bit of a like a bit of a crisis of confidence at the minute but like I know in probably tomorrow I'll get a good night's sleep I'll feel fine um so please know that but just uh, I know it's really lame I think the only thing I can say is just start because what yeah. will happen nothing's going to happen if you just start to love yourself a little bit more if you just start wearing the clothes that you want to if you start telling people in your life these boundaries of please don't talk to me like that please don't talk about my body if you just start to read these books and unfollow these people that make you feel shit about yourself slowly, but surely that's all anyone who has ever got to, you know, self-confidence has ever done is they've just started slowly, but surely you'll get there. Um, and just be patient and be nice to yourself because it's, it's hard work out there, but it just ain't that deep and really don't give two fucks about what people think. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And you're so right. It, and I think sometimes that's where the people don't get there is they give up because it is a slow process. Oh, and yeah. like I'm four years in and still learning stuff and still discovering things that I'm not confident on. Um, but it is just learning all that time. So it is. Yeah. It is. And just really understanding, like me and Laura talk about it all the time. And, and we find it difficult because obviously having a podcast about it and you must as well on those days that you are having a bit like you feel shit yeah. about your body and oh my God, what is, what, what is the meaning of life? And like, but it's fine to have that. And you never, I don't think anyone in the world loves their body, loves themselves every single minute of every day. It's not feasible. So just be kind to yourself and yeah, cut yourself yeah. a break when you need to. I love that thank you so much thank you Lauren honestly it's been an absolute pleasure you're the second guest on my podcast and, and yeah and I am 
over the moon you came on and like I say proper fangirl um and best friends for life sorry Laura um <laughs> I'm pensioning as many right, you now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you honestly thank you so much I've absolutely loved it you're so wonderful you're doing great stuff and if you're doing if you're a counsellor in your day job just all credit to you because that must be so difficult so you're fabulous and thank you so much for having me thank you thanks Thank <music> you.